said let light shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ but we have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the transcendent power belongs to God and not to us we are afflicted in every way but not crushed perplexed but not but not driven to despair persecuted but not forsaken, shrunk down but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Since we have the same spirit of faith as he who wrote, I believed and so I spoke, we too believed and so we speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had ceased speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. 
And when they had done this, they enclosed the great shoal of fish. And as their nets were breaking, they beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished and all who were with him at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid, henceforth you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. Peace be to you, the herald of the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. This is a strange statement. This is a strange statement, especially hearing it from a student to his teacher. A student who appreciates and loves his teacher. This is what Simon Peter says to the Lord Jesus Christ as he experiences a great and miraculous blessing from the Lord. The passage we just read from the Gospels is the first one in the series of the Gospels according to St. Luke. But what's unique about this little short passage is that it runs a little bit differently compared to other stories from the Bible which we read in our lectionary throughout the year. It is in some ways rather similar to another story of a miraculous fishing experience from the Gospel according to St. John, if you look at chapter 21. In John's Gospel, you will see another miraculous fishing experience story. That one has some other details. This particular story in Luke includes details that are a little different. Here is a quick summary. Fishermen are out fishing. They catch nothing. Jesus enters the picture and he joins one of the boats, Simon Peter's boat. And it's easy to uh, look at the outcome that there was a great quantity of fish, right? It's easy to just look at that outcome and miss out on some details. But I want to pay attention at what Jesus does first. He enters the boat of Simon Peter. And remember, there were two boats. The other boat belongs to James and John, sons of Zebedee, 
who are partners with Simon Peter, as we can see, in business, in the business of catching fish. All of it is pretty normal, pretty straightforward, right? But Jesus asks him to pull, pull by the shore. He gets onto the boat, and what does he do? He does not go fishing right away. In fact, the gospel tells us that first, he speaks to the people. He speaks to the people in the boat, and he speaks to the people on the shore. Now at the end, after he spoke to the people, Jesus asked Simon Peter to take the boat toward deep waters and throw the nets in. Although Simon Peter feels that he's already done everything he could, he obediently listens to his teacher and proceeds to do so. They catch so many fish that he has to call over the other boat, James and John, to help them haul in the great multitude of fish. Now here we get to that strange statement that I pointed out at the very beginning. Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Now please think about it for just a moment. Imagine, just imagine, that you are working hard in your everyday business, in your everyday career. Not only are you working hard, but you are a person of good faith, of trust in the Lord, so you actually are prayerful. You pray and you maintain a relationship with God as you pursue your business. He does help your business, and your business all of a sudden experiences great success. What do you do? What would you do? What would I do? Would it come to my mind to say, depart from me, Lord, because I'm sinful? Leave me? because the success you've given me is not something I deserve? Is that what I would say? No, frankly, I probably would not think of that. At best, I would remember, in fact, to be thankful for the great success. It doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem normal. And it's certainly not the instinct of any one person to simply say, get away from me, when we feel like we're actually doing pretty darn well, particularly at making money. This is a powerful exchange, in my mind anyway, between the rabbi and his student, between Jesus Christ and Simon Peter. You see, he did have an awareness of his unworthiness. He did have an awareness of the reality that the success of his catch of fish on that occasion came specifically from the Lord's intervention 
not only from his ability and knowledge of catching fish. Of course, Simon Peter doesn't really want to lose the blessed company of his teacher. And of course, Jesus does not want to leave Simon Peter alone and break the relationship with him. That's not really the pursuit. Rather, Simon Peter realizes that he needs to have a different, completely different attitude toward the success of his own work, toward the accomplishments of his actions. You see, we close, we draw to a close this gospel passage with another statement. As this tense moment perhaps is experienced between Jesus and Simon Peter, and as we observe all of these fishermen being overwhelmed with joy at their success, Jesus says something else to Peter. Do not be afraid. Henceforth, you will be catching men. This seems rather simple to understand, of course. Here, Jesus is basically telling Simon Peter, you will be a preacher. You will be a shepherd of people. But it's more than just that. There's more happening here. You see what happened with the great catch of fish is the fact that not only was Simon Peter blessed, but so were his partners, James and John, because their boat was filled with fish as well. And by them doing well and being successful, their whole families were blessed. And by their families being blessed, their extended families were blessed. And all of that blessing spilled out into the world around them. This is what happens when we pursue accomplishments in business, when we pursue, yes, indeed, wealth with an attitude of making it flow into the world to bless the world around us. What does this mean for us then? So as I close, I want to leave you with four points that I draw from this gospel passage. It means that we must remember to begin our work with hearing the word of God. How often, brothers and sisters, how often do I get up in the morning and I pick up my computer and I look at emails and I feel like I'm doing the right thing and how wrong I am. Pursue the beginning of every work with prayer and with opening the scripture to let the Lord speak. Let the Lord have his platform that Simon Peter offered in his boat. Two, it means that we must seek to explore 
greater depths of our own work. We must seek to challenge ourselves, especially when we feel we're already doing everything we can. Remember, Jesus told Simon, go into the middle, go to the deep water and throw the nets in. Challenge, challenge ourselves, we must. Three, we must remember that success comes from the Lord's mercy upon us and his presence in our pursuit. Not just from our own work and from our own wisdom and experience. And we must also remember to share that success even with people who perhaps have been less successful in doing the exact same work. And number four, we must remember that whatever we do in our daily life, and this is key, brothers and sisters, we must remember to seek to bless people by bringing the Lord Jesus to them and bringing people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's not forget, before they took off for that miraculous fishing experience, Jesus came into the boat and Simon Peter offered his boat as a platform, offered his business as a place where people were inspired by the words of Jesus Christ. Let's remember that whatever we do, whatever accomplishment of career we pursue, that we offer it for an opportunity for people in their oneness with God. This is what I believe is a healthy approach to pursuing successful business and careers in life finding our oneness with the Lord God, challenging ourselves to do better all the time, and ensuring that our work sanctifies those around us with the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>